flowing with a prayer and a song. Next up, number 737, July 21, 2022. Hi, this is Susie from In His Shoes Ministries, welcoming you to a 15th season of the Next Step Podcast with Father Vazgen. With these podcasts, Father Vazgen provides a very distinct and consistent voice for Armenian Orthodoxy. It is the means for providing people an intelligent and practical answer to life's difficulties based on the solid principles of love, faith, and hope as expressed by our Lord, Jesus Christ. We produce these shows every week for a vast audience, which includes those who are searching for practical and deeper applications of faith, the disenfranchised members of the church community, and, of course, the neophyte. So we invite you to sit back, turn up the volume, and get ready to take the next step. I confess with faith and adore you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Uncreated and immortal essence, creator of angels, of men, and of all that exists, have mercy on your creatures, and especially on me, a great sinner. I confess with faith and worship you, invisible light, simultaneously both Holy Trinity and one Lord, creator of light and dispeller of darkness, dispel from my soul the darkness of sin and ignorance, and enlighten my mind at this moment that I may pray to you according to your will, and receive from you all that I ask. Have mercy on your creatures, and especially on me, a great sinner. Heavenly Father and true God, who sent your beloved Son to seek the lost sheep, I have sinned against heaven and before you. Receive me like the prodigal son and clothe me with the garment of which I was deprived by sin. Have mercy on all your creatures and especially on me, a great sinner. Son of God, true God, who came down from the bosom of the Father and was incarnate by the Holy Virgin Mary for our salvation was crucified, was buried, and raised from the dead, and ascended to the Father. I have sinned against heaven and before you. Remember me like the thief on the cross when you come into your kingdom. Have mercy on your creatures, and especially on me, a great sinner. Spirit of God, true God, who descended on the river Jordan and into the upper room who enlightened me, By the baptism of the holy font, I have sinned against heaven and before you. Purify me again with your divine fire, as you did the apostles with fiery tongues. Have mercy on your creatures, and especially upon me, a great sinner. Uncreated essence, I have sinned against you with all my mind, with my soul and my body. Do not remember my former sins for the sake of your holy name. Have mercy on your creatures, and especially on me, a great sinner. Beholder of all, I have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed. Blot out the handwriting of my offenses, and write my name in the book of life. Have mercy on all your creatures, and especially on me, a great sinner. 
Searcher of secrets, I have sinned against you willfully and inadvertently, knowingly and unknowingly. Grant forgiveness of me, a sinner. For from the birth of the holy font until this day, I have sinned before you, O Lord, with all my senses and in all members of my body. Have mercy on all your creatures and especially on me, a great sinner. Lord, protector of all, instill your holy fear in me that my eyes may no longer look lustfully, that my ears may no longer delight in hearing evil, that my mouth may no longer speak lies, that my heart may no more think evil, that my hands may no more do injustice, that my feet may no more walk in the paths of iniquity, but direct all my actions so that I do your will in everything. Have mercy on your creatures and especially on me, a great sinner. Christ, you are the growing fire. Inflame my soul with the fire of your love, which you have shed on the earth that it may consume the stains of my soul, clear my conscience, purify my body from sin, and kindle in my heart the light of your knowledge. Have mercy on your creatures, and especially on me, a great sinner. Jesus, wisdom of the Father, grant me the wisdom to think, to speak, and to do that which is good in your sight. Keep me away from evil thoughts, words, and deeds, and have mercy on your creatures, especially on me, a great sinner. Lord, you have willed all that is good. You are the director of the will. Allow me not to follow the inclinations of my heart, but lead me to always walk according to your good pleasure. Have mercy on your creatures, and especially on me, a great sinner. Heavenly King, grant me your kingdom, which you have promised to your beloved, and strengthen my heart to hate sin, to love you alone, and to do your will. Have mercy on your creatures, and especially on me, a great sinner. Upholder of all creation, preserved by the sign of your cross, my soul and my body, from the allurements of sin, from the temptations of the evil one, from evil men, and from all dangers, physical and spiritual. Have mercy on your creatures, and especially on me, a great sinner. Christ, guardian of all, let your right hand guard and shelter me, by day and by night, while at home and while away, while sleeping and while awake, so that I may never fall. Have mercy on all your creatures, and especially on me, a sinner. O oh my God, you have opened your hand and you fill all creation with your bounty. Unto you I commit my being. Take charge of me. Provide all things needful for my soul and body from this time forth forevermore. Have mercy on your creatures and especially on me, a sinner. 
you who bring back the wanderer, convert me from my evil thoughts to good ones, and imprint on my soul the dreadful day of death, the fear of hell, and the love of your kingdom, that I may repent from my sins and do righteousness. Have mercy on your creatures, and especially on me, a great sinner. Fountain of Immortality Cause the tears of repentance to flow from my heart, as they did from the prostitute, that I may wash away the sins of my soul before I depart from this world. Have mercy on your creatures, and especially on me, a great sinner. Grantor of mercy, grant me to come to you in the Orthodox faith, through good works and the communion of your holy body and blood. Have mercy on your creatures, and especially on me, a great sinner. Beneficent Lord, commit me to a good angel, that I may deliver up my spirit in peace, convey it undisturbed by the malice of evil spirits that are under the heavens. Have mercy upon your creatures, and especially upon me, a great sinner. Christ, true light, make my soul worthy to behold with joy the light of your glory in that day when you call me, and to rest in the hope of good things in the mansions of the just until the day of your glorious coming. Have mercy upon your creatures and upon me, a great sinner. Righteous Judge, when you come in the glory of the Father, to judge the living and the dead, enter not into judgment with your servant, but deliver me from the eternal fire, and make me worthy to hear the blissful call of the just to your heavenly kingdom. Have mercy upon your creatures, and upon me, a great sinner. All merciful Lord, have mercy upon all your faithful, on those who are mine and as well as those who are strangers, on those whom I know and on those whom I do not know, on the living and on the dead, and forgive also my enemies and those who hate me the trespasses they have committed against me. Turn them from malice which they bear toward me, that they may be worthy of your mercy. Have mercy upon all your creatures, and especially upon me, a great sinner. Glorified Lord, accept the supplications of your servant, and graciously fulfill my petitions, through the intercession of the Holy Mother of God, John the Baptist, the first martyr Saint Stephen, Saint Gregory our Illuminator, and the holy apostles, patriarchs, divines, martyrs, hermits, patriarchs, maidens, and all your saints in heaven and on earth. And to you, indivisible Holy Trinity, be glory and worship forever and ever. Amen.
you want an explanation? Are we ready for an explanation? Well, welcome. I get to say welcome to you in the second half. I didn't want to interrupt a prayer this morning. As I got ready to do today's podcast, there were a slew full of different topics that I wanted to approach. Uh, Some of them Armenian church related, kind of disturbing Armenian church related, just comments some of them world-related. I mean, most of them world-related. And I thought to myself, you know, how about just a prayer? During Lent this year, as my personal journey of Lent this year, I tried to pray without the list, without the shopping list of things needed, but rather to say, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, and completely trusting that. And knowing that, that is, once we do trust that, <laughs> there, there's nothing else you do need, right? And that's been proven in my life. So I, I stepped back a little bit. And as a Lenten challenge to myself, I said, let me just pray. Let me pray the Lord's Prayer. And truly take to heart the words, Father, you're in heaven. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so if we know that, then let's trust God. And in the same way today with all these topics that were floating around, and I, you know, as I get ready for the next step each week, there's a, there's a page that I have of different notes that I take from here and there, different topics that I want to address and, and talk about. 
Um, some of them get to be converted into a sermon. Some of them get to be written up. But the next step is this clearing house, so to speak, uh, where I get to share with you, my listeners, many of the challenges that go through that I go through during the week. This week, none none other than horrible life events in the life of parishioners. And we see the shootings that are going on. And then when they touch home, a little bit too close to home, let's say it that way. And you know people that are involved in these life or death situations. And you just realize that, you know, we need to back off and really pray without the explanation. So I, I know I'm I'm explaining this, but I do want to explain because, well, you've gotten used to like 15 years of the next step where I talk and I share some ideas. Today, I wanted to just start off with a prayer. Suffice it to say that a prayer is is our conversation, not only with God, but with ourselves so that we know what our needs are. Jesus tells us your heavenly father already knows what you need. I don't know if he if he said knows, but you you get the idea. Your heavenly Father already knows what you need, so you don't need to add extra words. And he said, "Pray like this." And so, I wanted to just do that. I wanted to pray. This was the prayer of Saint Nerses Shnorali. I'm sure many of you recognized it. It is one made up of 24 verses corresponding to the. 24 hours of the day and if you've ever tried it if you haven't I, I i suggest you take up the challenge take the 24 prayers and start off at midnight or start off at any time that you want because really i've noticed i i've tried to them at different times but i've noticed that they they bring a different meaning at different times i don't know how to explain that but if you're up in the middle of the night reciting, let's say, verse 20, and you're talking about the light of Christ and, you know, it's dark outside, it has a different meaning than it does during the day. So try the 24 hours. Try these prayers. It's a challenge, yes. It means you're going to lose some sleep. It means you're going to have to get up and, and do the prayers. But use it as an opportunity to grow spiritually. You're going to see what I'm talking about. And so I offered these 24 prayers, St. Nershashnor Ali, I confess with faith, Havadov Hostavanim. And we traditionally, in most churches, they recite these during the Lenten season. Uh, when I say traditionally, I'm talking about the last several hundred years, while the diaspora has existed. Of course, in the monasteries, these take form in what's called the rest and peace hours in the evenings. And these are actually individual prayers. They're not collective prayers. I confess with faith. They are written in the first person. St. Nersa Shnorali, patriarch, a, a saint, um, a Catholicos of our church, and a brilliant, brilliant uh, theologian. Uh, one who was involved in ecumenism as well lived in the 12th century. He wrote these prayers. And they have survived not only within the Armenian church, but in 35 different languages throughout the world, these prayers have been translated and shared with different communities, different nationalities. 
And so I wanted to share with you this English version. And by the way, there'll be a link on today's show notes to the English version. And I've got to tell you that there there were like an amalgama of different translations. I tried to find which translation they were. And it kind of like pushed me to say, well, why don't we create our own translation? I think it's ready to be done. Uh, Because some of it, it's not that it's archaic. Uh, it's some of it just doesn't make sense. It, for instance, that line about uh, "forgive me as you know, forgive me like the prostitute as the prostitute." Well, that that makes sense, like within the monastic tradition where Saint Nerses Schnorali was writing, they had knowledge of the scriptural story of Jesus forgiving the prostitute, and Saint Nerses Schnorali alludes to that prostitute in the gospel story when he when he says forgive me like the prostitute but if you look at it through secular eyes which we do right now if you're living here you 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 think to yourself wait forgive me like the prostitute i i i'm not a prostitute let me put some other word in there forgive me like something else because i don't want i don't need the forgiveness of a prostitute no think about it this way two ways okay first of all tie yourself in with the story with jesus it gives you a chance to find that story and to review it. It appears in the Gospel of John. Um, I believe it's chapter 8, but you could do the research on it. But here's the real thing. Don't confine yourself to the words and what they mean. For instance, when you think of prostitute, you think of somebody who is selling their body for sexual favors, for sexual reasons, right? Rid yourself of that image. Yes, use it as a metaphor. Okay, perhaps you haven't sold your body. Perhaps you've sold your soul, your spirit, your youth, your life. So many things that we sell and we prostitute. We give up our principles for other people. And so this is a chance for you to think about, well, forgive me as you forgave the prostitute. Well, how did Jesus forgive the prostitute? Read the story. And he says, the person who has no sin gets to throw the first stone, gets to kill this woman. That's the punishment for it, right? And everybody looks at each other in that story, and nobody can throw that first stone. And yet Jesus, who is the only person in that entire gathering who has the right to throw the stone, the only person who can act as judge and executioner at the same time, he says, I don't condemn you as well. Go and sin no more. And so can we be like the, the prostitute in looking up at a savior who looks at us and says, I'm not condemning you. All I'm asking you is to repent and don't do it over. Don't do it again. Move on with your life. It's a very, very powerful story. And if you get caught up in just the words, you lose the power of that story. It's an opportunity for you to come face to face with the judge, with the creator and the executioner, all in one, and realize that the judge, the creator, the executioner is love looking back at you. One who's not condemning you, but embracing you and taking you in. 
And so this entire prayer, Havadov Choslovanim, I confess with faith, is offered throughout the day, 24 hours, for us to take some time to be at terms with our Creator, to be at terms with Jesus. And in fact, it's a personal prayer because on both ends, not only for the writer, but he addresses Jesus not as Jesus Christ, but as Jesus, as the person, as my friend, as somebody who is there. Jesus, wisdom of the Father. Jesus, true light. And he asks for that Jesus' help in our world. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He does say Jesus. No, don't, don't. Don't listen to what people tell you. They'll say, oh, well, you know, only the Protestants talk about Jesus. No, (laughs) the Orthodox do too. In fact, thanks to Orthodoxy, we do know who the Christ is. It was Jesus. And that connection is there from the beginning of, of the church, the Orthodox church. Thank you, Orthodox church. Now, this idea that somehow Jesus is... Uh, the word Jesus and the person of Jesus belongs to the Protestants and the Orthodox are all about Christ. Now that that's something that someone established along the way to divert people from, from the truth. Be careful. I must tell you, you know, like you want to, you want to read the real stuff. Come down to where Orthodoxy is. Come down to the beginning, the beginning, the early church. And that church, you find, was before Bible, by the way. Yeah, I never get tired of saying that. But you say, what? Wait a minute, wait. You mean that there was something before? Yes, of course. Of course, there was no Bible when Jesus Jesus was crucified. There was no Bible when he resurrected. There was no Bible when the Holy Spirit descended upon the disciples, making them apostles, ones who are sent. St. Paul, when he wrote, he was writing the letters. The evangelist wrote from the year 60 to 90 in the first century. And it wasn't until the fourth or fifth century that the Bible as we know it, with all the books that we know in it, existed as, as a one collection, as one book. Yes, Bible, one book. We in Armenian call it Astvazashunch, the breath of God. It's a breath. It's not something that's written. It's it's the breath. And yeah, I, I know, they tell you you have to have Bible, you have to go to Bible studies, Bible-based churches and stuff like that. No, go to a church that begins, begins with Jesus Christ in the center. Something greater than the Bible. Yeah. We can't be scared of saying that. There is something greater than the Bible, and that's Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the gift of God, the gift to us and our salvation. So from there, I did the uh, song of the day, too. Did you notice that? We just flowed today. I wanted today to be just a day because I'm so overwhelmed with the amount of of negativity in the world and what's going on. And I sit here in my studio with my books around me and I I, I have all these different projects that are trying to take off and and you'll be hearing about it in the last portion of today's uh, show about our latest projects and where we're at right now. 
But with all of these things, I realized that what we needed today was just a flow of consciousness of of prayer. So we started off with Nerses Shnorali's Havadov Chostavanim. We don't end it with, with that alone. There are many prayers from our hearts we should be saying. But I continued right with the song of the day. And I thought, yeah, let's just flow it today, okay? And that's what we did. <laughs> I, I hope you enjoyed it. It was just a flow of consciousness. We went from prayer to the song. And the song I picked out was, it was called In the Olive Garden, alluding to the uh, Garden of Gethsemane. It is off of Ian Anderson's Divinities album, 1995. Beautiful album. It's called Divinities 12 Dances with God. It is a complete instrumental album. I'll put a link on today's show notes. Highly recommend. Highly recommend you check it out and listen to it. It's on Spotify. It's on all the streaming services. Wonderful album. But this particular song, so there's 12 different dances with God. Uh, quote-unquote dances, but this one is called In the Olive Garden. And so I wanted it just to flow with the, in, a nice flow from from prayer to In the Olive Garden and then to uh, our show. It's been a really rough week, both personally as well as what's going on in in the world. And I thought this is what we needed today, a prayer and a flow. All right, I'm going to let Susie make her announcements. I'm going to come back and uh, share with you what's going on in the ministry, okay? See you in a couple moments. Before getting back to the next step with Father Vazgen, I'd like to take this opportunity to remind you that this ministry is supported through the heartfelt donations of listeners like you. Thanks for keeping us in your prayers and partnering with this expanding and dynamic outreach. The next step is entering homes and communities with a solid message proclaiming God's message of love, forgiveness, and compassion. We look forward to your comments and words of encouragement. Please consider partnering in this dynamic ministry by making a contribution. By pressing on the donate button on our website, you can set up automatic donations, either weekly, monthly, or annually. Your donation goes a long way in furthering this ministry. Even more, tell your friends and family by sharing the Next Step link or website with them. We're on iTunes and Blueberry as well as Facebook and Twitter. We are excited about this ministry and invite you to share in our enthusiasm. This is Susie wishing you all of God's blessings in your life. We now return to the Next Step with Father Vazgen. Thank you, Susie, for that announcement. And thank you to all of you, our listeners, our supporters, our prayer partners. Your prayers, your support, you know, this is what keeps us going. And I'm very happy to tell you that things are moving along and our new projects are are manifesting themselves. A little bit delayed, but we are okay. Our target date for uh, for launching the new Epostle.net is now September 25th. Happens to be the 40th anniversary of my ordination. And on that occasion, I'll be celebrating the Divine Liturgy at the Armenian Cathedral, St. Serpos Revontians, 
in Burbank, and Archbishop Hovnan is making that day possible for us to not only celebrate, but also to launch this new ministry. And this is the Apostle.net, a word that you've heard, right? Apostle, apostolic evangelism for an electronic world. Well, that's going to take on a new form and a new beginning. So I invite you to go to Apostle.net. At this moment, you're one of the first people on earth to hear this. And there is now a countdown page on that uh, website. There's a place for you to put in your email address. And we're going to be starting a new uh, a new newsletter that's going to be coming out with, with prayers, with little insights, and basically what you hear on the next step transformed into print, something that you can that you can share with others uh, in a written environment. Hey, I, hard to explain these things. Things are happening so quickly, but I'm very excited. I'm very thankful because, you know, all of this happens because of your prayers and by the grace of God. I've shared that with you in the past, uh, the beautiful blessings that God gives us. A blessing is luck without the element of chance. And you don't have to rely on chance when you know that God is with you. And that's what I wanted to share with you on the beginning of today's show. That's what our prayers are. Our prayers are just to turn it over to God and let him handle it. And in that same way, we get down on our knees and we allow that flow of energy, that flow of goodness, the blessings to move forward. And this is how we approach our orthodoxy, the Armenian Church, Armenian Orthodoxy today, what we call Armadoxy. We are in a different world. We are living in different times. We are living with a lot of stresses. Yes, I want people to think that, yes, there's nothing new under the sun, but there is. I, I know. I know people want to quote the Bible and say, hey, there's nothing new. King Solomon said, oh, yeah, you're right. There isn't anything. There's always been good guys, bad guys and all that. Yeah. But there are some real issues that you can't just discount and say, well, it's always happened like that. The These entire definitions of personhood, who we are, how we how we get along with one another, how we understand one another, how we are living one another in a globalized world. Yes, it is something new. When they when they said nothing's new under the sun, I mean, you're talking about a couple countries, you know, a small little area. The globe had not been discovered. It wasn't a globalized community that we have today with people invading other countries, with people... Um, Hardline about their views and their their statues, where we're ready to annihilate one another with the weapons of war that we have. They say nothing new under the sun. No, I'm sorry, there is. That sun now is threatening our lives because we've polluted our environments. We've taken away the the ozone layers. Do you know this past week to all of our listeners over there in the on on the European continent? Wow. What did you guys see? I mean, London, 104 degrees. That's Fahrenheit, our our scale that we use over here. They were translating to that. And I'm saying that, well, you know, 104 is nothing for us here in Southern California. It is in London because it's so far up north that they never expected. It. And there's no air conditioning. You don't build air conditioning. We here in uh, Southern California... We have air conditioning as a way of life because you cannot survive. I'm not talking about heat. I'm 
talking about the humidity coupled with that heat, it becomes unbearable and you can't breathe. And we had some of those days just last week affecting many of us. And you have to sit in an air-conditioned environment. And, and you, when you do that, you, you realize that, you know, the guy who invented air conditioning, there better be a place for him in heaven. You know, I mean, it's a lifesaver. It's a lifesaver. There's ish speaking of lifesavers. Some guy went out on another shooting rampage. You say, well, nothing's new under the sun. I'm sorry, there are a lot of new things under the sun. And we need to be able to react to them in a very special way as the Church of Christ to understand that the power of love can overcome these evils that are in the world. And that's what we try to do. That's what we're doing here on The Next Step. It's part of the Inissues Ministries. It's part of Epostle. It all comes together. And I'm just very thankful that you're part of it. I want you to mark down that date, September 25th. You're going to be part of it because we're going to be streaming the unveiling. And uh, it's going to be a big event. So consider yourselves warned at this point, okay? It's the first uh it's, it's the first time I'm sharing this with anybody on the big scale. We have a reveal party on this Monday night for our Bible study group. Hey, if you'd like to join us, Next Step listeners, drop me in the line. I'd be happy to share with you the link. We're going to have a, a reveal party. Um, it's what they call hybrid. Yes, we're going to be in person as well as we're going to be online. So, a lot of good things, and I invite you to be part of that, okay? Go to epostle.net, enter in your email address. I'm sure you're on one of our lists anyway, and if you are, don't worry, you won't get two emails, but um, you will get the information as we get closer to the September 25th launch date. Okay, that does it for today's show. It was one of prayer and one of just flowing with that prayer. I hope you enjoyed it. Your week is a beautiful one. I want to thank you for joining us. Hope you enjoyed today's show as much as we enjoyed producing it for you. On behalf of Susie, our producer, and myself, Father Boskin, we look forward to taking the next step with you again. Stand by for disclaimer. And now here's the fine print. The information and comments presented within this podcast and our website do not necessarily represent the views of the Armenian Church hierarchy, but are presented as a challenge to define the dynamics of Armenian Orthodoxy in all aspects of life. Listening to these shows is habit-forming. Addictive behavior associated with the next step is rarely, if ever, remedied. Rather, the next step is known to relieve and cure common cases of narrow-mindedness, prejudice, numbskullness, and glaucoma in patients over the age of 20. Results may vary depending on credit rating. Findings are based on double-blind studies conducted in Istanbul and Jerusalem. Side effects include mind expansion, clarity of focus, higher rates of heart palpitations, sensitivity to the pain of others, and occasional nausea. The management and production crew vpostle.net take full responsibility for changes you will experience. Not valid with any other offer. I forgot to ask you if uh, you're seeing the same sky as we are. Uh, Bye.